I mean, guys, Reba McIntyre. I mean, come on now, a little fancy to get us going on this Tuesday night weigh-in show. I mean, I tell you what, I tell you what, I'm gonna have to do right now is I'm gonna mute uh, Broach's audio because he keeps moving the camera on me down here in the green room, blaring in my ear. Right? I mean, we're getting into it. You guys got to get ready. Right? Ready? They'll be nice to you. I mean, come on now. If that don't take you back and get you pumped up, I don't know what does. I'm feeling a little fancy tonight. Uh, man, what a show. What a weekend we had here in Georgia over on Lake Lanier. Um, uh, talk about fancy and feeling hot and uh, and and just lit up. Uh, it was hot. I'm telling you right now, it was hot on Lanier. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's get this thing going right, though. You guys ready? My Facebook is blowing up. What's going on over here? Let me change out of that screen real quick. You guys are killing me, Facebook. Oh, man, I didn't mean to show that down. I needed that for Broach, actually. I'll go back to that in a second. Let's get this thing off right, right? It's the way in. It's it's Tuesday night. Let this, let's get this thing going. Barry Davis, what up? Sam Jones, Brian Schiller, Ryan O'Neill, Miss Jean Wilson. Hello, beautiful. How are you? Uh, Craig Bashers, Ryan O'Neill. Uh, man, we got we got a crowd rolling already. Let's get this thing going right uh, before, we get, before we get rolling too late. Let's get this thing rolling right. Are you guys ready? Are you all ready? Here we go. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What up, guys? Welcome to the weigh-in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and I am utterly pumped about the shenanigans that we got going on tonight. Uh, the boss man, Mr. Chad Hoover, uh, KBF uh, royalty, is in the house tonight. Uh, he says he's done told Broach he's going eight minutes. Uh, I, I, I've established 20 in the platform for him. He says eight minutes, so let's see what he does. But uh, we're going to talk. We're going to bring him on and talk a little bit about some updates. Talk about some dates they put out in an, uh, a little announcement about announcements for other announcements coming up. Uh, they they posted that earlier today, so I'm going to get him on and and grill him and uh, and and get him to talk about a couple of things. And uh, and we'll see. He says he's setting the timer on at eight minutes. If I got more questions, he's going to have to go longer than eight minutes. But we'll see what's up with that. So. Uh, Chad's on here. Uh, Brad Hicks, Craig Dye. What up, brother? Uh, uh, let's see. Um, it's going to be a good show. So a couple things that I want to get out of the way first. Um, it's official guys. I've got the first couple already rolled out. Um, but, uh, I called in some help. I called in some muscle with, uh, with getting these weigh-ins up on, up on podcasts. And so it's in the middle of being squared away right now. I've already gotten a couple little sneak peeks. Um, and uh, so next week we'll have an official announcement about that and everything will be live and be up and you'll be able to back the track in. If you don't like catching up or you don't follow along or you want to be able to download it to listen on the water or listen on your way into work, talking to you, Craig Dye, because I know that's how you do it. Um, then uh, then you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to go to, you know, to all the standard uh, you know, podcasts, wherever you're downloading your podcast now. And, uh, and be able to pick up our show starting next week. So I'm super, super stoked on that um, and can't wait to, uh, to really give some big shout outs and say some huge thank yous to the, the team that is, uh, that is behind getting all that put together. So um, second from that, while we're on the topic of podcast, um, the KBF official podcast with Mr. Richard Penny, 
Uh, if you guys are not plugged into that thing, I'm telling you right now, you need to get plugged into that thing. It's an amazing download. It's some amazing material. Uh, Richard's put a ton of work into it and he just had on Clint Henderson. Um, and I know that I had a Clint Henderson in an interview a couple weeks ago as well, right here on the way in, but I'm telling y'all right now, y'all go dig into that podcast because, uh, him and Clint got into some good conversation and, uh, and it's, uh, it's really, really good to continue to see, um, these guys get this spotlight. And, and right now with what Clinton did, um, down in Arkansas for the, uh, FLW KBF cup, um, uh, you, you can't, I mean, that dude deserves all the spotlight he can get. Um, he, he deserved it before the win, but now especially adding that first DZ cup to his, to his belt. Um, you know, he fully deserves it. So y'all make sure that y'all go check that out. But anyway, I'm not going to ramble. I'm not going to dive into a couple of things because we've got to get to Jason Broach who just dominated Lake Lanier. Um, so let's bring on the big man himself, Mr. Chad Hoover and talk a little bit about KBF and a little bit about announcements, a little bit about what's going on. What's up boss man, Mr. Hoove. How are you, sir? What's going on, man? I'm doing well, brother. Eight minutes, How about Scott. There's clock. zero zero chance we can go eight minutes, Chad. We, we'll, go eight, we'll go eight. We'll go eight Let's minutes. This Seven minutes and forty-five seconds, bro. Better get oh, it goodness. in. All right. Well then, well then we're well then we're going to it. All right. So off the get-go, I'm going to bring up another. I'm going to bring up the graphic that you throw up right here. Let me move my graphic out of the way, so that way uh, that way it's not in the way. All right. So. <laughs> This is going to be the format that you're looking to start doing things and start doing some announcements and start doing some some more cohesive, more thought out design to how you're doing things. And ideally, I'm assuming, and this is me questioning as a fan, that you're you're trying to get this stuff out so that you're not backtracking, so that we're not putting something out and then having to come back, right? One hundred percent. He's giving me a thumbs up. What are you not? Were your audio's dead? Okay. All right. So September. All right. So September, you've got this set up from, from now till middle of towards the end of October. So can you, I mean, or can you give us any kind of insight as to what, I mean, this spells, this spells it out pretty well, but so these are all Fridays. It looks like. Yes. So the way we're going to do it is we're going to do a, uh, a blog post that we're going to, release some of the information on Tuesday on Scott Butcher's weigh-in. Some of you guys may have heard of it. And then the weigh-in on Tuesday is going to allude to the three released on Friday. So the soft URL where all the information will be, will be given to, to you guys via a blog post. We'll lay out what all information will be released that week. Scott will talk about it on the way in. And then that Friday, um, probably around noon, we will flip the switch and the updated page will go live. So that way there's no more, we put out incomplete information and it creates a crazy frenzy over all the questions that everybody has. We'll say, this is what we're announcing and when, uh, and for the most part, by the time we put it out, um, through the use of partner leadership, uh, tournament directors, uh, folks like yourself, Scott and other, you know, trusted, editors, we will have vetted it best we can, uh, before we even go public with it. So it'll be, uh, be pretty straightforward. Okay, so now when you say you flip the switch on Fridays, is this going to be on on kayakbassfishing.com? Are you guys going to flash this across social media? Like, what does that mean, flip the switch on Friday? We're gonna, it's going to be coming next, next year. There won't be five or six locations for everything. Everything will be in one spot. Fantastic, man. Well, that's 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 huge, dude. I, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, we got you there now. So, yeah. 
Um, uh, all right. So, so now we'll there's a lot that, of things. I mean, uh, we're, we're, go ahead. No, I was saying there'll be a new format. Everything will be clean, vertically stacked, easy to use one hand operation on a mobile phone. Like most people are used to just really clean, really easy to use. Love it. Love it, man. Well, uh, definitely excited about that as a fan, excited about that as, as sometimes a competitor for being able to go in and find information this weekend, as you thrust upon me while, uh, while you were taking a, uh, a, a an amazing award opportunity, which I want to talk to you about for a minute. So it may get us into eight minutes, but, uh, but you kind of, you know, kind of threw me to the wolves a little bit with this tournament director stuff. And, uh, uh, there's, you know, a lot to learn there. I'm not a professional tournament director. I think that we did a pretty good job. I definitely leaned in on so many of these other guys to help me out and to kind of fill some stuff in, but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of, of, of the information's there. People either can't or won't or too lazy or whatever. Um, and so, uh, you know, finding, uh, getting, getting a cleaner register to where stuff is, is more easily digestible. I, I think is, I think is a big win for KBF man. So. Looking forward to that. Uh, with that, now you accepted a, uh, you got on a boat and accepted an extremely uh, amazing uh, lifetime achievement award, right? Well, why don't you, why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Man, I'm just going to be real with you. I'm going to write a blog post about it later and release it so I can really gather all my thoughts and fully digest it. But uh, I was honored by the Legends of the Outdoors Hall of Fame, which is the, 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 consolidated largest hall of fame in the outdoor industry and, uh, and, and other, you know, outdoor accomplishments. And I was, um, I, I received the honor of the outdoor sportsman of the year, um, which was pretty dang on cool. And then they announced at the, uh, ceremony at the meet and greet that night, um, that I would be inducted into the actual hall as part of the 2020 class. So it was, um, it was pretty crazy. It's one of the things you can't, buy your way in you can't sponsor your way in it's a it's voted on only by the members of the existing hall of fame which is pretty dang crazy to be honest with you scott so yeah it's yeah i'm well, about to tear dude, up right now uh, you know it, you 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 absolutely deserve it bro congratulations on that you know everything that you've done in this sport everything that you've built around you uh you know i know that that only fuels the fire because there's so many things that you haven't done yet that you're wanting to do. And, and I'm glad to see that, you know, that you're finally starting to, you know, to get the pieces in place around you and, and, and what you and, and the entire team there are doing, man, um, you know, is, is, is good things. Let's, uh, let's keep the ball rolling with that because you know, you've got a ton of us fans that are going to hold your feet to the fire. Right. So yes, sir. Let, let's, uh, let, let's, let's, let's get it done. Um, uh, with that, I do want to know, I want to clear up two things before we let you go. Uh, number one, the Southeastern, uh, regional trail, uh, is presented by Yak Attack. Uh, y'all moved that right to Pickwick, but it's not really a move. Explain that to me because there's so been, we, a, there's been some conversation about it online. We didn't move it. There was misinformation on the world. The way that the, the deal was made with, with, uh, with Florence Lawdale. It was Wick and Wilson, one event there next year where it was Wheeler. And so because we put all of that in the vernacular, when the people that build is 100% my fault for not following it up and definitely for letting it sit there that long, uh, Pickwick and Wilson was always the plan for this year. Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler for a bigger event next year. So that's the reason. It's still the same. The venue still the same. The location still the same. 
It's just that the eligible waters is the Pickwick-Wilson side of, of the Pickwick-Wheeler Dam. So it's Pickwick and Wilson, and then Pickwick-Wheeler and Wilson for a future event. So you're already kind of, I mean, that's kind of a hint that we're already, like, if we go go fish Pickwick now and get your brief fishing in because we're going to be back on those waters and those connecting waters again next year. I mean... Okay. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nod, nod, fellas. If you guys are taking tests, if y'all are questioning, you know, I know that, uh, you know, I talked to Jim Ware earlier today, the river goat, and, uh, you know, he's, he was on Pickwick yesterday and, uh, and I think he's going back this Friday. So, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of guys are doing their homework. A lot of guys are getting pre-fishing over there. And, uh, you know, I, I know that's, you know, that's good for the community, good for the sport and, you know, good for these anglers to be going over there and doing what they're doing. So, uh, what are you saying? We got three minutes now on a timer with yourself. Talk about the rest. All right. So then, so then, my secondary question: Y'all made a post up uh, about the Pro Trail Series for next year and the seventy-five dollar charge there and things like that. We talked about on this show here on the way in two, two or three weeks ago um, about uh, uh, you got you straight out made the made the announcement and made the promise to the to the pros that invested in the Pro Tour this season about next year. Can you, is, I know that's on your list of things to talk about, but can you fill that in for, for those that are misunderstanding what that, what that is there now? Because does that make sense? We drafted an email today, an email today that we sent, we're sending out tomorrow. Editors for the pro series that supported it this year, directions on how to claim their KBF pro tour membership for free next year. They'll still be ready to get their FLW membership, but they won't be required to do a pro tour registration, FLW and a KBF membership, but all be consolidated on the KBF side. And we're giving that to the guys for free for the, for this year. Uh, I don't look at it like we didn't accomplish anything this year. We just didn't accomplish everything that we planned. So I feel like I under delivered. So I want to come over the top and say, for those of you that invested in it, those of you that supported it, we're going to give back to y'all and we're going to eat the membership for next year. And we're just going to lean in. And we're looking at September 20th is the date that you put out for the KBF Pro Series announcement for the 2020 schedule and format. Um, you know, what a what a phenomenal birthday present to me because that's my birthday, Chad. So thank you so much, man. So, <laughs> so all right, cool. Well, then we'll learn more about that. Uh, we'll learn more about that, uh, about the Pro Series 12 uh, trail for the 2020 event, um, September 20th. And I'm assuming there's some tie in there. I know that there's some KBF stuff or, or some FLW stuff that you guys are doing as well. Um, so, yeah, man, with that, uh, I think we're under your eight-minute mark. Before we go over to Jason Broach, man, what are we leaving out? What's going on? What are you doing What are you doing these days right now in between? Because there's still a lot of season left in this season. I know that we're talking about the 2020 season, but we still got a lot. There's still a lot of tournaments left in, in, this, in this season. As you saw in Lanier, we're trying to get our, pol- our processes and policies dialed in better. Uh, get- Get better tourism and host relationships so we get better ad event activation uh, we're working on a better recognition system like you're doing with the weigh-in like richard's doing with the podcast we're going to be doing press releases and blog posts after every event uh, i'm going to be inviting the winner uh, uh for premium events and things along those lines uh, but let me run through these announcements real quick so everybody knows regions and we're going to put out the format we're going to put out what the six regions are and what the format is September 13th is when we're going to announce the actual trail schedule. That, that's going to be the schedule for the KBF trail. Uh, September 20th, we're going to announce the Pro Series location. 
we are going to tell people, listen, don't freak out on the 13th if there's not a regional event near you because we're probably filling in that gap with something on the Pro Series or a special event. So September 20th, we'll so, announce right, that. So, uh, so I'm just clearing the air right now. The the, the Pro Series is an entirely different trail than, than the way that we did it this year. Yes. I'm, I'm, I, there's some pros watching right now in, in some of these big sticks here with, uh, you know, Jody Queen, Matt Ball, Sam Jones, you know, Mel Isaac, she's in here. I mean, you know, you got some hammers in here that are already pros in this level. So to have the, their own trail next season, that's looking at, at, that, that, at what we've all been discussing now for so long at finding some separation. So I, I'm pumped for that, man. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm excited right. about that. There's going to be a KBF Pro Tour. There's going to be a KBF Trail. That's more of your, you know, your 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 blue collar series. Um, Correct. So October fourth, we're going Tour. to. Yep. October fourth, we're going to announce the 2020 Trail Series and Championship location. So keep in mind, I said and that there's so basically there's two. Keep that in mind. And then October 25th, we'll be announcing cleanup, which is. The fact that we're going to bring back some opens next year, we're going to be doing some how uh, benefit type charity related events, and then we're going to try to tie in some others what we've done in the past. So for that October 25th date, we're going to put together some special events, some charity events, and we're going to put that schedule out for where we're doing those around the country. And uh, really, Scott, I'm going to go back into the hole this week and next. I'm going to be heading up to uh, uh, to lacrosse. Uh, for the Trail Series Championship this year. That's the next event that I'm going to. I've got the great big giveaway that I'm filming with the winner of that. Uh, but for the most part, I'm locking myself down into the headquarters. The staffing is here grinding every day to put together the best possible series for next year and to absolutely give the best return on investment to this community, provide the best opportunities, be the number one race where you get mission as an angler. And we're going to focus on doubling down on education and focusing on youth in 2020. So, my mantra for 2020 is foresight is 2020. It's a little play on words that I've been doing as a motivational thing and we're looking forward to it, but we're using the rest of 19 to dial that in. So that's all I got, man. So, so Donnie Bennett brings up a good question. And I, if you can't answer this right yeah. now, that's okay. But can the pros still fish the trail series? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. We already got guys on here like O'Neill saying here, I need to start fishing some of these KBF events. Ryan O'Neill, if you're not doing it already, you absolutely do. Uh, KBF kid, uh, Dylan's on here. Is he going to be? He's a he's a young he's a youngster. Is he going to be of age to fish the tr the pro? Even though he's, I mean, he's he's the dominant pro right now. Unfortunately, no. It's going to be eighteen. Oh, heart heartbreaking, he's Dylan, bro. Soak it up and get another. Get an, he's just going to have to go up there and mop the floor he, with him on the trail. You know what I'm saying? Well, Dylan, bro, go establish your dominance one, dominance one more time this season, bro, and uh, and hurry up and turn eighteen, dude. Come on, man. What's what's taking so long? <laughs> so, right. uh, right, get on here and talk. Yep, that's what we're gonna do. I got Jason coming on. Jason, you can pull back up. I think he's got. I think he turned his camera off. But uh, guys, if you guys have got questions, uh, y'all can drop them in the comment box. Uh, if y'all got y'all got anything for Chad, I'll. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll I'll ask him to stick around in the comment section and, and catch up with you guys for the next few minutes. But uh, we're fixing to kick him out of here. Uh, Hoover, man, thanks again for, uh, for the quick update, and uh, we'll see you soon.
Later. All right, guys. Let me get uh, let me do some housekeeping here. Get these guys out of here. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh weigh in. We are live here on Facebook. And uh, if you guys have downloaded the podcast uh, uh, and you're listening in your car or in the kayak or or, or at work or wherever it is that you're listening from, uh, welcome to episode 15. Uh, we just finished up and wrapped up with uh, with the man Chad Hoover himself, and uh, we are getting ready to uh, to bring on the uh, winner of the Lake Lanier. Southeastern Trail Series, um, presented by Yak Attack, uh, Mr. Jason Broach. Jason is definitely no stranger to the sport, um, no stranger to, uh, to 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 winning, no stranger to uh, to these fisheries. Um, he's a South Carolina native, uh, born and raised over there, and and has a lot of background, a lot of knowledge. And so we're going to bring him on here and talk a little bit about uh, a little bit about what he's done and how he did it this weekend. So if you guys have got comments, you got questions, something you're wanting to know from Jason Roach and never had an opportunity to ask, uh, you know, here's the opportunity. If you're just a straight fan and fanboy and or fangirling out, then I ask you to respectfully slide into his DMs here uh, because, uh, you know, that's not really, this isn't really a, a, a setup type of thing here. Uh, you know, he's already made comment the other day when uh, when he won that his $2,000 check was going to his girlfriend. So just because he got a big check doesn't mean y'all going to be able to slide into his DMs. Unless you're AJ, he's the only guy I know that's been successful at sliding into DMs. So, uh, but anyway, I digress. I digress. Jason Broach, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. How are you? Are you settling in after the trip? Did you finally get some air conditioning and, and cool down off of Lake Lanier? Yeah, I think I drank two or three gallons of water and still wasn't enough. It was it was a little hot, and that's Georgia heat, South Carolina heat. That's just the way it goes. I got you. Well, uh, there there's several folks. Michael Grant just commented on here said he did he did his first KBF at Lanier this past weekend. He's already talking about can't wait till next year. Uh, Bossman, uh, before we dive into it, I mean, any thoughts on what on what Chad was just talking about with two different tours, and uh, you know, and, and finally having you know having a you know a pro trail or a pro tour type of type of event is that something that you're for? Yeah, I, I like it because uh, with the new job and all, I'm kind of limited on pre fishing and the amount of events i can fish so i'm gonna put all the effort towards you know the bigger the bigger series and just go for it well now you're the you're literally the third guy i've talked to today that said that they were gonna that they were already starting to look at the breakdown of time away from family finances a vacation time from work and and that, that they didn't even know what the pro tour trail series is yet um, but they're already focusing on knowing that that's what they're going to do in 2020. So, I mean, that's kind of, you're already kind of mentally preparing that way as well. Then I sound, sounds like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I want to stay at the top and being at the top, you got to have time off and, you know, you just got to d- divert whatever time you can get the one thing and go for it. So for me, it's going to be the pro tour. I got it, man. I like it. So, well, with that, dude, I want to talk a little bit before we dive into the to the to the actual tournament. Um, uh, if you guys aren't familiar, y'all can go over to, and I might even can pull it up here, but y'all can go over to Tourney X, and uh, Tourney X has got a, a wonderful website where you can go up and pull in biographies, check in on fish, look at different, you know, look at different catches, and uh, you know, Jason here is known to necessarily not love a microphone, so to speak. Uh, you know, he's a very, you know, uh, until you get to know him, he's a pretty mild mannered guy. You know, he doesn't really, you know, he, he's got a lot of life and he's super, he's that quiet guy in the corner that knows more than everyone else. 
Um, and so I'm going to explain that. I mean, point blank, dude, a lot of people may not even realize you've got a master's degree in fisheries, correct? Yeah, and also a PhD. They're sitting on the floor over here in my office. Wait a minute, and a PhD. So a master's and a PhD in aquatic sciences. Yeah. So explain explain that to me. I mean, so this is Dr. Broach this evening, guys. If y'all are just tuning in, uh, Dr. Broach is in the house. If you got any any fisheries questions, uh, this is the man to talk to. So I, I mean, tell us a little bit about that, man. Give me some of that journey. Has education always been something that's been driven in you from foundation? Mm, not really but once you get on the train and everyone just keeps telling you get an education you kind of keep going but um when i finished undergrad i was i was in accepted for vet school and it's senior year i'm thinking about do i really want to do that and i saw a couple of masters position at auburn opened up and working with catfish or mud minnows and it just well i figured i love fish more than anything and fishing of course so I just followed that, and for six years after that, I had a PhD, and I'm like, well, okay, and then <laughs> I don't know, just kept going with the research aspect of it. So, you know, if I'm not fishing, I'm working with fish, and that just it feels natural to me. Now, you went, you got your BS in South Carolina. You yeah. got your 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 master's at Auburn, correct? Yeah, and PhD, and then. University Where'd you get your Florida. PhD at? University, University of Florida. Florida. So, so then college football season's fixing to roll around. Like, who are you a fan of? Who do you pull for? Yeah, it'd be Auburn more than anyone. Um, yeah, I'd, Auburn was like to me like the best school. Just good Southern people make you feel at home. Just type of environment. And like undergrad, I only had eight hundred people, and the total college is Erskine College up in Due West. So. You know, I pro- progressively went to bigger and bigger schools, but I think Auburn was just the perfect fit. And now, good football now team. Do you, what but, years were you at Auburn? Uh, 2007, 2009. So no national championship. Somebody refresh me. Is is yeah? Is that the um? Is is that the Jordan Lee? What, what when was Jordan Lee at Auburn? Is anybody? I think do you, it was do you right know that? There, right there after me. Um, right there after you. Okay. Yeah. So did you do any fishing with Auburn? I don't know this part of your life. No, I, I spent some time in there out on the, the ponds and everything. And a lot of the guys involved with the fit fishing team, they, you see them out there occasionally practicing, but that was, that was, that, I think that might've been the Shea Baker era too, those years. I can't remember. I know that Shay's, you know, Shay's a good buddy of mine and just getting into the kayak space a little bit. He's, he's worked with bass and been around the big boat world a lot. Um, but, uh, but he, uh, he's got, he's got his degree from, from there as well. So, um, you know, and then that, and you know, that's not too far. Auburn's not, Auburn's just on the road. That's not far from me at all. So, yeah. um, actually, and, I spent a lot of, spent a lot of time on campus in Auburn in my younger days. Yeah. That, that's part of the reason I love the Chattahoochee river so much because when I was at Auburn, it was, you know, pretty much right there. Yeah. And first couple of trips I ever drifted in the river were Auburn. So now if we go all the way back to the, to the, to the old Santee river, when you caught the bow in with your grandfather for the first time. And you, I, I think in your bio, you talk about you being five or six, very, very yeah. young. Right. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, was, I, I mean, do you remember that as that was a, like, that was, that was a, that was an ignition inside you to kind of like to, to chase what you're doing now. It's yeah, I, I'd say so. I, like I can remember that trip camping out there 
eating, you know, those powdered donuts, sweet 16, sitting there with a, you know, a box <laughs> oh. of crickets and just, yeah, it was something I won't ever the- forget. That's uh that's incredible, man. And then and so essentially from that point it just kinda you just kinda hooked in. And then was it with your was it with your first your first graduation that mama shows up with a Hobie Outback? Or was that your ba- or was that your masters? Yeah, two thousand seven, graduated from Erskine, came home and there's a Hobie Outback sitting under the garage. So Is that and, something you have been talking about and dropping hints to mom or what? Yeah, spending all the you know, my Saturday mornings watching BASS, FOW on TV and just outdoor network and all that. I mean, she knew I love fishing, still knows I love fishing, but yeah, I'm, I may have dropped a little hint about kayaks and Hobies, Hank Parker watching him in one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, you know, well then in that case, let's tie back a little bit to, uh, to, to the event over with FLW. And seeing that now, like from getting that first kayak in 2007, right? Is that the dates, right? Yeah. So from getting that first kayak in 2007 to now seeing KBF share a stage with FLW, I mean, what does that trigger in your head? I mean, it, it it's what I want. I want to be on that stage. And, you know, driving to Washita, I had visions of like, yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, of course, it, it totally didn't. But <laughs> I, I like where it's going and you know, one day I want to be on one of those big stages. So I like it. Well, I tell you what, dude, I, you, you definitely deserve to be on those stages. You, uh, you, you've got 12 first place wins, uh, two, uh, six second place, 13 third places and 104 top tens. Yeah. They're, they're, they're probably inflated by a lot of the, uh, just online. It, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, you know, as, as the rock would say, it doesn't matter what the opinions are or what, what's inflated at the end of the day, bro, you've got 104 top 10 finishes. That's incredible, bro. That's something to be proud of. Like keep the humble doctor to yourself. This is your opportunity, bro. The 104 top tens is, uh, is, is absolutely incredible. You know, we talk about, uh, you know, I think Dwayne Beatty right now, uh, you know, he's kind of this up and comer that just is, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe getting the recognition that he deserves. I think he's been, top 10 in like 50 out of 75 events or some astronomical stat like that. But if you look at what you've done just in the tourney X breakdown and, and not all of the tournaments that you do are tourney X because you do some of the Hobie trails and some, some local things as well. Um, but just in the tourney X stuff, I mean, I have 173 tournaments. You're 104 top 10. That's stupid numbers. It, 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 it's, a lot of Florida tournaments more likely inflated that, but yeah, I, 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 I've kept track of statistics since 2010, though, like all live events and generally top 25% is about where I'll fall. So now how, how much I have to ask the dumb question because I'm the dumb guy in the room, uh, sitting here with, with, with Dr. Broach. If you guys are just tuning in, we're here with Dr. With, uh, with Jason Broach, Dr. Broach. Uh, uh, here on the way in tonight. Uh, so you guys are just tuning in on your podcast or you guys are just checking in here on Facebook live. Uh, y'all are welcome to chime in and tune in with us. I will ask you guys that if y'all haven't done it already, uh, in the comment section, drop a comment, let us know where you're watching from. And then y'all can go over and smash that share button and let everybody know that we're fixing to dive into Lake Lanier, um, with, uh, with Dr. Broach himself. So, um, with that boss, man, uh, we also got on the list of sponsors that you have. And, and we got, I got to host the, the tournament this weekend and we did a little bit of a live stream kind of a way in there, 
but you're one of those guys that just it's sponsor after sponsor after sponsor. But I also know your heart and I know a little bit more, you know, we've got to spend a little bit of time together. I know that this isn't just a you're not just being on a pro staff to be on a pro staff. These are companies that you're that really invest in you and companies that you really invest in. Um, What do you think is is the trigger there that 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 makes that? Is it is it your education? Is it your drive? Is it your work ethic? Is it is it where you're placing? What is it? What advice do you have to these to these up and comers that are looking up to get to a space where you're at when 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 they're talking sponsors? It definitely go after something you want, you a company you believe in, you want to be with. But first step is always approach it professionally. First thing I've always done, you know, I established a cover letter. What I want to say, you know, Chad kind of hit on this a little bit at different events. You know, POP. You know, you you praise them, you make them an offer, and kind of you you pop the question. But praise, you tell them, you know, what you've done. Um, what you plan to do, what you can do for them. And you never really ask for anything. You just tell them what you can do. And yeah, I, I, I try to do it professionally. I don't just randomly send them a Facebook message. I'll send an actual cover letter, my fishing resume, you know, I'll, I'll mail it, physically mail it. And from there, if I don't get a response, I'll usually then go to an email if I can find their, you know, media contact or marketing person. I got you. All right. So, uh, Miss Luann here brings up a great question here. It says that she says, she says, aw, and I'll say that in my, in my best, in my best beautiful Luann voice, uh, it says, aw, he studies the fish so he can catch the fish. How much of that, uh, boss man is, is an actual factor. How much have you studied in textbooks and all of your years of studying that you really feel like is, is pertinent information to when you're sitting in that boat on the water? I, I think any good fisherman, like, they get better by being on the water. It's, I don't think me, you know, I've done a lot of lab work with fish, pond work with fish, but ultimately being on the water is really what's helped me learn. Um, and, you know, being in school for nine years, I have learned how to find a lot of good information in regards to fisheries and, you know, where you might can find fish certain times of year and things like that, just based on, you know, predators, their forage, uh, spawning habitats, things like that. You know, you can find some scientific papers that might give out good honey holes for spawning aggregations. And so it's kind of helped, but ultimately the thing that really helps when it comes to doing well on tournament day is having spent some time on the water. I got you. Well, you definitely do that. I mean, if you, if you had to, if I had to throw out a number at you and, and, and I mean, what, what kind of time are you usually trying to spend on the water? Just let's say monthly, give me a monthly ballpark of, of an hour count that you try to spend on the water. Is that something, is that something you keep up with? Not really, but if I don't, if I'm not on the water, at least once a week, I, I start getting a little frustrated. So I, it's definitely four days a month. If not, it, I, I'd say four to 10 a month, like solid, but now more would, more would be better. Of course. All right. As, as you're moving up and as you're doing what you're doing, because like I said, you know, you're, 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 you're definitely one of the best sticks and the big and the most recognizable names in the community and in the sport. Um, how much of your time is out fishing for fun, so to speak, to kind of reconnect versus how much of your time is spent is, is spent trying to dial in for a tournament or is it one and the same? I think, uh, like 
the past couple of years, it's probably been like 50-50. But I think next year, just focusing on the, the pro aspect of it, it's going to, you know, there's going to be more fun fishing next year. And, you know, a good bit of preparing for the, the pro side of things. But, you know, these past couple of years, it's almost been 50-50 fun to preparing. I got it. Well, if you guys are just tuning in, you guys are watching live on Facebook here on uh, on, on the weigh-in. Um, uh, we're on with Jason Broach and, uh, and, and visually I'm going to kind of walk you guys through if y'all listening through listening on the podcast here. Uh, but I just pulled up the tourney X, uh, profile for Jason. Um, it's got his 2019 total. It looks like a beautiful smallie. Are you in jeans and socks in your Hobie there? What is going on yeah, there? In that photo? So, so that was Del hollow and pre-vision for that tournament. Um, it, it didn't go that well, but somehow Wait, this is Del hollow this year. Del Hollow 2016 for the uh, KB, okay. KBS event. Okay. Yeah. It, it was a little chilly. You know, I was in Florida for a while, too, after or before I went to that tournament. So I was had to get accustomed to it again. I got you. I got you. He's in some I, – I don't fish in blue jeans. I, that's, yeah. I always think that's – you know, I, I've, I've seen some guys fishing blue jeans and overalls and purple tennis shoes and everything else, you know. So, but guys, this is, uh, you guys are welcome to go in and, and, and check this out. Definitely. I encourage you guys to go in and check this out on tourney X. Um, uh, they do a great job with this stuff. It's got, uh, uh, one of his redfish here. Um, it's got a, you know, a little hero shot. It's got a list of his sponsors. I'm sure that's probably needs to be updated. I'm sure there's a couple more that he can add that he can go over there and add to that. Um, but, uh, if we scroll right down here and I'm going to click on the, uh, the, the, the trail series for Lanier. Um, where Jason took first place in both the pro trail, um, and their traditional trail. Um, and this year, uh, you, uh, for this event, this was a, basically a recast event. This event, um, was a rescheduled event from the three waters event that was canceled several months back here in Georgia. Um, the three rivers has been a, has, has kind of been a standard trail series that's been done for a while. A lot of guys travel to it. A lot of people come from in and around of it. Um, uh, long story short, the weatherman got it wrong and, uh, and they, they, uh, the tournament directors with safety being always the number one priority, uh, uh, pulled that event and we rescheduled, we rescheduled for Lanier. Um, Jason, were you scheduled? Were you planning to be down at that three rivers? Is that a tournament you typically attend? Yeah, that, that's what I look forward to. Um, and I usually pick the Chattahoochee river, just, you know, spending time at Auburn, spending time on the river. It's I mean, it's it's an awesome fishery right there. Big, large mouth, good spotted bass, shoal bass. But I was looking forward to that one. I was a little little heartbroken when it got canceled. Yeah, there were there were several folks that were. Um, we had uh, I had the professor as was as was up at my house, and we were out on the water filming when uh, Brad Case is who I call the professor. If you guys are if you guys are not familiar, um, he was up here and we were doing some filming and pre fishing, getting ready for that event when they canceled it, and we both kind of looked at each other like, "What, really?" Um, so, uh, you know, I know that there's a lot of that, um, I've heard rumors, I don't know any facts, but I've heard rumors that that may or may not, um, be back again next year. So I guess, you know, we'll have to wait and kind of see how that plays out. But, uh, Jason, man, if it's cool with you, dude, I want to kind of run through your five fish. Uh, you put up, uh, you won by a quarter of an inch over Georgia local and big stick, uh, hammer on any water, but definitely here on these Georgia waters and Tony Yang, um, uh, you beat him by a quarter of an inch uh to put up with with your 85 and, th and three quarters inches to win this thing um i'm gonna bring your fish up on screen here man i just want you to kind of walk through uh walk through each of your catches and and uh and kind of talk about the day if that's cool yeah 
All right, so your smallest fish of the day, you've got two that are 15 and a half. Um, and first off, will you tell us the roundabout area of where you launched from? I mean, I don't need, yeah. a, I don't need a pin. I mean, but, I picked the northernmost boat ramp we could go to, like right there at the boundary, and I just, that's where I went. And, you know, I'm sitting there at the boat ramp waiting on 6 o'clock. And Did you pre-fish? I, back I, up. I didn't pre-fish anywhere up there. Um, okay. Sunday, coming home from Wachita, I stopped at. Uh, south part of the lake to try to hold deep game drop shotting for the spotted bass and that i'm definitely not good at that um, <laughs> you've self-described but, that you're not a you, you're not a deep water guy that's not that's not your like you don't you don't care for drop shotting right yeah I've, i can almost count on one hand the number of fish i've caught on a drop shot during tournaments so. <laughs> yeah. okay okay but after after last sunday i'm like yeah i'm just i gotta go north somewhere so I picked that ramp, and I'm sitting there at 6 o'clock thinking, maybe I should just go somewhere else. Like, no, nah, just go ahead and start here and see what happens. And within about 20 minutes, I got one of those 15 and a halfs, and I'm like, well, there's decent enough fish to cast a check potentially here, and I just kept going with it. So, Come, Coming into the day, did you, I mean, you always have a set number in your head that where you think, you know, the, those top couple spots are going to be. I mean, is 85 about the number that you were thinking is going to take to, to kind of be in the top, to be in the money? I don't know. I was seeing a lot of big spotted bass coming from like Josh Stewart, Adam Riser, and I, yeah, they, they're good at deep water fishing and things like that. And I, I thought somewhere 90 might win it, but I knew, you know, somewhere in the 80s would get a good check, good showing, good angler ear points and all that. So that's kind of what I was shooting for. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right, so uh, uh, so you caught this guy on what? Do you remember? Yeah, a little Strike King 1.0 natural shad crankbait. That's... There you go. There you go. Now, now, uh, what was was did that did that bait end up being a pattern for you? This is your second 15 and a half that you have posted. Yeah, every, every one of those fish right there came on that same bait. Um, I tried chatterbait, uh, dragging a Texas rig worm, uh, whopper plopper. What else did I try? Yeah, I even threw the drop shot a couple of times and fish were right under the kayak. But yes, that crankbait caught, you know, all fish that I was able to use. I did catch a couple others on a deep diving chartreuse black back crankbait, but you know, everything I put up came on that little one point striking. So and I'll, I'll throw that thing anywhere, everywhere from Florida to Lake Erie. Incredible, incredible. So now uh let me roll over here. You get to your 16 and three quarter. This is a little bit healthier fish. Look at the coloring here. Uh, this looks like it's a little, the sun's a little higher in the day to just, just judging off of the shading from looking at photos. Um, uh, at, at what time of day did you, did you have your limit? Yeah, I had a limit by 12, but that limit consisted of also a, a 12 incher or 12 and a half or something like that. But my fifth fish at that point was a, 20 and a half inch or so i'm thinking big bass so i got off the water for what i was hoping was only gonna be five minutes but turned out to be 10 minutes so i can wait to submit it for a certain hour and have a chance at it but yeah that the that spot right there is the last one i got okay hold up hang on dr broach you're gonna have to explain this to me i remember now i'm a fan of this sport i, I don't consider myself a tournament angler all right so you're going to submit, you've got a big fish. You're going to submit for the hourly backup. I want full explanation on what you mean by you're getting out and waiting for a time frame to, to submit a fish. What was the, what's the plan there? 
So the bottom of Tourney X, you can see like who's leading the hourly big bass. And I checked it, you know, that range from 1130 to 1229. Steve Lehman had a 20 and a half inch fish and that's how big mine was. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to win it for this hour if I submit it now. So I had to wait till 1230 to submit it. And I think I was, I finally found good Wi-Fi or good signal at 1220. So I, I sat in a truck for 10 minutes just waiting to be able to submit the fish and you know, drive back to the ramp, launch again, and start fishing again. And now, did you win Big Bass for that following hour like you planned? I, I did. If I wouldn't have, it had been a little disappointing, but it has happened before on Kentucky Lake for the uh, national championship. Guys, look, I realize I'm just a fan, but right now my mind is blown at thinking that far out. Like, I didn't even, like, now granted, I'm a fan. I don't consider myself a tournament angler, but I even, I would have never even had that thought process. I'm too busy. Like, if you're doing that, A, I'm shaking because I caught a 20 inch fish because I never do that. But for a pro like yourself to have the thought process to go down and check and then hold that fish, is that, is that something that I'm just in the dark on? You guys in the comment section, is that, Am I, am I, am I the only one that's dumb enough or that's dumb and doesn't understand that? Or is that something you pros discuss and, and, and talk about amongst yourselves? Is that a common trend that I'm yeah. just the one that's missing? I think a good bit of people do it that way. It's it. And you know, someone who catches like a, a 24 early in the day, they know they can pretty much win any hours. It's just a matter of watching to make sure no one submits a 24 and a quarter and disappoints them. That's incredibly, just, incredibly yeah. smart. Just to kind of add a little bit of check to to what you're doing, and, and you know, put a little gas money in the tank, and yeah. super smart, man. Way to go. Way to way to work the system. I, yeah. I, I didn't know. I didn't know, guys. I did. There's yeah. a lot of things in life I don't know, and this show right here uh, exposes something new every week. That's uh, that's incredible. Sam Jones right now is going. Shh. <laughs> So Brad Hicks says, uh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Lunker Lopes, uh, says same here. So that, uh, super, super impressive there, man. I, I would have never even thought of that about that. Thanks doc. Appreciate that. So now we get into a, a little bit bigger fish here. This is your 17 and a half. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, you're doing the same thing here. You're dragging that 1.0, right? Yeah. That's the second fish of the, the day. I think that one came about eight, eight something. And right before that fish, I caught a catfish, and then I caught one about 10 inches, and then I had another miss it. So I knew that little stretch of, you know, 100-foot bank right there was, it was good. And I saw this one, you know, isolated log vertical in the water, like not a laydown or anything. So I pitched it by it and did a couple twitches with the crankbait, and just, it just, it got heavy. And I knew it was a good one, and I got excited with that one because, you know, at that point, the fish I were getting for to be able to use were getting bigger. So I was excited, but yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, for, for, for the struggle bus that we all knew mentally and, and physically was going to be Lanier, uh, you know, uh, you know, putting a 17 and a half on the, you know, in, in, in the boat and on the board is, uh, that's, that's a, that's a successful, successful fish. Now here was your big girl. In uh, 20, oh, I lost that. What was that? 20 and a half. Let me pull her back up. So here's your big girl at 20 and a half. Uh, I mean, so, so the, you know, the, 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 the hook gets, you know, the, the bait gets taken here. Uh, obviously you feel something a little bit, you know, uh, something a little bit more substantial on the end of the rod. Uh, what's going through your mind when you catch this one? Um, I thought it was a catfish for a long time. It, it was down and stayed down and it never really dug or anything. And at one point, there was a couple, like, 
sharp tail beats. I'm like, well, maybe it is a bass. And I start pedaling closer towards it, and then it doesn't move at all. It's like I couldn't lift it up. I thought it got wrapped around a tree, and I get right over the top of it, and it finally starts coming up, and I just see green. I'm like, oh, God. And, you know, I get my net kind of in position, waiting on it, and and anytime I get a big fish, I kind of prepare for disappointment because I, I don't know, something about it. <laughs> He's a pessimist. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, in my head, I'm saying, why don't you just go ahead and get off and make me mad? I know you're going to do it. And, but somehow it just, I mean, she just kind of gave up and got the net. And I was I was pretty pumped when I got that one, being number five and all. So, Gene, I, Gene Wilson, I see your question. I'm going to bring, I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll get into that again in a minute here. I want, I want to come back to that because my mind's blown. I didn't know enough about that uh mel mel thank you for trying to make me feel better there mel isaacs in the comment section says uh says you're not dumb at all scott strategy plays a big part of it some call it sad sandbagging but i call it whatever works awesome strategy with that talking about sandbagging i've watched because of playing td on the water and even though i was fishing the tournament i just basically donated 75 dollars um uh I'm I'm watching and kind of taking phone calls and messages and guys, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't realize how much work goes into being a TD. So shout out to all of you awesome TDs because that's not a job for me. Uh, but uh, it, it I, I didn't see like you weren't on the leaderboard until you took over the leaderboard. So is that a is that a typical Jason Broach? Approach? No, that that was me not having a signal and like up until twelve o'clock, and even then it was just a matter of. I wanted to make sure I got the fish submitted because I had that 20 and a half incher, but also just, you know, tiebreaker goes to the biggest fish. So I'm like, I'm, if there's any tie, I want to take advantage of that. I, I don't usually sandbag during a tournament when I have a signal, I won't submit super small fish. Just, you know, if it's a decent fish over 18 inches, I'll usually submit it as soon as I catch it for the most part. But yeah, I'm not big on the sandbagging part of it. I got you. I got you. Now you're not big on it personally. You're not big on it when other guys do it. Cause I know you, you know, I, you know, I know you running that pro trail pretty tightly. I know it's commonplace for other people to do it. I just, I'd, I'd rather make sure I beat any ties that come up than say, man, I should have, I shouldn't have sandbagged. I got you. I got you. Well, Jean Wilson brings up a great comment. I'm going to throw her comment here on the screen. It says, Jason, do you have a particular tree for that 1.0 crank and what, uh, what works best for you? I want to take that question one step further, and I want to know your full setup of what you're using that 1.0 with. Yeah, I throw all those small crankbaits on a spinning rod, actually, which I don't think a lot of people do. I've heard AJ talk about using a spinning rod a lot, and for me, it just feels comfortable, and I think spending so much time saltwater fishing in florida i just got used to throwing everything with spinning rod but uh seven foot medium heavy abby garcia villain with a abby garcia stx reel um 15 pound braid with a i think for that tournament i had six pound fluorocarbon leader which the only reason i had it tied on is because it was still from lake washita and you know that's super light line i had 20 feet of leader but like, well, I'll just, you know, I'll so, play all the fish I catch. So you finessed, so you worked with six pound leader of this 20 and a half to the boat with that six pound leader? Yeah, it's a matter of the drag and that, that fish came deep. It was actually in 10 feet of water. So it's, and the way I work crankbait depends on how deep I am. I, I usually don't, unless I'm like on rock, small pebble, things like that, I'll grind it to the bank. But most of the time I'm working it like a jerk bait, just making it look like a, you know, a little injured minnow versus 
something diving into the ground, which, you know, that's more like a, in my now, eyes, a crawfish. But. That jerk bait work, broach, is that, is that a, is, is that a, is that something that you do with all of your, with all of your, 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 your crankbaits or is that with the smaller crankbaits that you're running that jerk bait retrieve? Yeah, that, that's mainly the small crankbaits in the shallow water, just kind of a twitch, twitch pause. If I know I can bang it off a piece of cover, I'll make sure it goes down and hits whatever I'm, I know is down there. But other than that, it's, you know, twitch, twitch, pause, just getting that reaction from those fish. Incredible, man. Incredible. Well, dude, uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm leaving out. Uh, you know, I, I know that, uh, you know, that this was, you know, at 66 anglers, this was by far not the biggest trail that the Southeastern uh, series presented by Yak Attack has, has seen. Um, but, uh, but, but there was, this was, this was some pretty brutal conditions. I mean, temperatures were really hot. If you were out in the sun in any capacity by 10 o'clock, it was super, super high. I will say that I'm, I'm super, super proud of Lake Lanier and what they did and, and, and how they kind of rolled out the red carpet for us from, uh, from that Friday night with bringing, with having all the food trucks and everything set up and everything right there on the water. Uh, really good food, really phenomenal people. Had some great live music um, the Friday night, uh, you know, uh, before the tournament uh, up there around the, the dock in the landing area was was a lot of fun. A lot of kayak guys came in. We had some good straight up fellowship around, uh, you know, around some good food and, uh, you know, it was super awesome. And then they opened the gates for us and let us roll in and use that same area where we did the weigh in. You guys can see the actual weigh in that I uh, that I had the privilege to host. Um, that's, uh, that's posted somewhere on Facebook. Y'all can dig and find that or somebody will drop the link in the comment sections down below. But, um, again, you know, beating Tony Yang by a quarter of an inch and then Barry Davis come in third place, uh, two South Carolina guys with us, with a Georgia boy right in the middle there. Um, you know, you guys were talking an inch and a quarter difference from first to third place. And it's funny because you three guys, a little bit of history have, have been, have been in the top three previously, correct? Yeah. I think, uh, Santee. 2017 that trail event it, it was i think similar to the, what it is right there and yeah tony's good anytime i see him in a tournament I'm scared very yeah he's good upstate carolina georgia so yeah it, they're they're tough and you got a cinco specialist and then a guy who can you know pedal faster than anyone so well, you know, we in when we did the weigh in live, when we did the actual tournament weigh in, and we brought all ten of you guys up, and we let everybody kind of talk. It's funny that you just even mentioned the word cinco because that was the running trend all day. I mean, it felt like it felt like all of the previous nine guys got up there and talked about cincos and talked about waggy rigs, and then you got up and talked about a one and everybody kind of. I, I, I can count on the number of fish or count on my hand the number of fish i caught on the cinco especially during a tournament i don't think i've ever caught one during a tournament on the cinco so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well 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 jason broach uh the the doctor's in guys if you guys got questions or comments drop them in the comment section if you guys are, are listening on your podcast uh hopefully you're getting some good information here at the doctor's uh doctor's laying out some work here for us uh jason man i i i want to i want to kind of roll out the red carpet for you man and let you kind of thank anybody that want you, you want to thank you know kind of give any kind of shouts thank any kind of opportunity for any kind of sponsors before we let you go here and start wrapping this thing up uh tell us you know thank who you want to thank and then tell us what's next for your plans what's on your calendar next yeah i mean first off hobie you know i've been sitting in the hobie outback since 2007 you know it, it's the kayak for me and you know i couldn't kayak fish without the kayak so that Hobie Outback. Special thanks to them. 
Um, you know, everyone else I'm with, CDAC, Abby Garcia, Berkeley, Spiderwire, uh, Yeti, Ram Mounts, Lawrence, uh, Gerber, Ego Fishing Nets, Cal Coast, uh, Bioena Power. All those guys, they produce products I use, and, I, you know, I, have, I need those on the water. It's not just a matter of just having a name with my name. It's they produce a product that I need when I'm out there. Outstanding, man. Outstanding. Well, what's next on your calendar? What what do you what do you have planned next? Where are you headed? Well, I told myself if I were to win Lake Lanier, I might go to Toledo Bend to have a chance at Angler of the Year, but I don't think I'm gonna do that. So it'll be the uh Southeast Championship, then the BOS Gunnersville, and those are the next two big ones. Those are uh those are I think the Pickwick, the Southeast, I think that's the first weekend, right? Yeah. And then I think the third weekend is the BOS series that Hobie's putting on over on Gunnersville. I think that's like yeah. the, what is that, uh, September 19th, 20th, 21st, something like that. Some yeah. of those days there. Um, yeah. yeah, I won't get but one day to pre-fish for each one, but hopefully. I, I, I spent some time with Gunnersville in the past, so I'm comfortable with that. The Pickwick, Wilson, I, I don't know about those. I got you. Well, well, dude, you're you're a stud on the water. You're a class act off the water, man. I thank you so much for coming on. Uh, you know, hopefully we get to bring you on again with another championship. And if not, then you know, uh, in the in the near future or with this season, then uh, you know, you're always welcome to be a guest here, man. I appreciate you taking the time to come on with us. And uh, you know, congratulations, man. Lake Lanier was brutal. So uh, you you know, a big win, quarter of an inch, guys. It really is a game of inches. Yeah, I needed that win too. Just a slight confidence booster the way the year's been going. So I appreciate you having me on the show and everything. Well, not a problem, man. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Okay, Jason? All right. Sounds good. Thanks, brother. All right. All right, guys. As we say goodbye to Jason, uh, you guys can follow along on all of these weigh ins. If you guys miss any of the show, y'all can go in uh, tomorrow. Uh, possibly Thursday, um, and catch up on this episode. You can always find it here on Facebook, uh, but you can go to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the weigh-in. And then coming up next week, we'll have the announcements out with all of the different platforms. If you're already a podcaster, you can go in and find it. Just search the weigh-in. But I'll actually have everything laid out and ready to roll for next win- for next Tuesday. Um, and you guys will be able to, uh, to, to to start downloading these shows. If you don't want to sit and watch it, you'll be able to download it, listen to it at work, let's do it on the water. Um, you know, tonight we had, uh, you know, uh, you know, definitely learned a few things. Uh, I learned uh, a big bass technique, uh, you know, for, for submitting a fish that I had just, I would have never thought of, didn't contemplate of. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's one of those things to where, uh, you know, you learn something every single time. And, uh, as a fan of the sport and as a fan of this community and all these guys that come on and be guests, uh, you know, I just, I appreciate them taking their time to sit down with us and, uh, and, and talk to us a little bit and, and kind of share some knowledge. Uh, big shout out to Chad Hoover, uh, for coming on at the beginning of the episode. If you guys missed that, make sure you go back and watch that. Um, he came on and kind of give us a little bit of kind of what's going on and a little bit about what's going on in his life and what's going on with some of the dates and some of the announcements and how KBF is trying to get better organized um going into the 2020 season um you know they're 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 growing rapidly and uh and there's definitely growing pains there and you can make all the excuses in the world but the one thing i like about chad is chad sits right in front of the hot seat and uh and i don't hold bar you know i don't hold back you guys have ever seen us around each other uh you know i love chad i got a lot of respect for him um but i don't have a problem asking any question to his face because i know that he i know that he wants that 
And uh, so uh, thanks again, Chad, for coming on and kind of clearing up a couple of things and let us know about some of the announcements and some of the formats that we're going to see for the 2020 year. So um, uh, with that, guys, uh, I can't uh, I'm out. Let's see. What is this? Brad Hicks. I can't wait. Scott Butcher. I'm listening to fishing podcast quite a bit throughout my work day. Absolutely, brother. So um, uh, with that, guys, uh, I'm out of here. And uh, yeah, as always, tackle your dreams. Thank you for watching the weigh in. We'll catch you guys next time. See you.